take a very brief hiatus because it was just stuff going on but we are back promise we didn't cancel we're not netflix so we don't just cancel things after the first season <laughs> oh too soon second season save, warrior, don't none, y'all. save second, warrior none second season don't worry casting will make it to a third season we'll figure it out uh i once again am alex the humanoid thank you all for joining us again um yeah uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting episode. Uh, we in case you we're had, professionals, folks. We are. Uh, in case you hadn't heard, we put the identical core rulebook on uh, on sale. There's been some kerfuffles in the tabletop RPG community the last couple weeks. In case you missed it, and if you did miss no. that, we talk about that at YouTube.com/identico. If you would like to watch the back episodes of this show or our talk show, Identico After Dark, you can go to YouTube.com/identico. Uh, Right now, the core rulebook is on sale, hardcover, for $30 on our website and $11.99 on DriveThruRPG. We what? we know that it's expensive to switch games, so we're going to try and make it cheap for you. Do you want to outfit your entire group? I'll sell you five yes. books for 110 bucks. Whoa. That's five core rulebooks for 110 That's $22 a thing. Why? Because Mallow and I apparently decided to go crazy somewhere around last friday so um i am once again joined by our amazing cast uh first in the shoot today looking down and very dour and very ready to get down to business is my friend michael playing maxi michael how are you today love is a reciprocal torture michael is setting the tone early very early in the thingy. <laughs> Next up, our intrepid hacker, our entangled, our person who finally built the yarn wall we've all been talking about. It's Kaylee playing Chone. Life is, after all, just the period of pain between birth and death. And the tone is being set very early tonight. Wow. Here we go. And the one with a smile on his face from once again, an undisclosed location that we never quite can tell where he is. It is Caleb playing Zed Lane. One vision can have many interpretations. There you go. See, coming in light this time. And finally, last but not least, it's Dot playing Stitches. 
Truth is, everybody's gonna hurt you. You just gotta find the ones worth suffering for. Oof. Hang on, Ooh. we're deep tonight. This is gonna be, uh... This is gonna be an interesting episode, I think. Alright, so where did we leave? Where did we leave our team? Well, so, after uh, finishing up the firefight and sustaining um, some grievous, some not quite as grievous, but some pretty significant wounding, uh, Stitch is rolled out as the wheel person and got them out uh, and avoiding a police station they found as they pulled through the snow cone place. Uh, found them a lovely mechanic shop in which to hide temporarily with their prisoner. Uh, They've got a backup SUV and a dude in a mask. And that's where we're going to pick it up as they walk into the mechanic shop with their prisoner in tow. Uh, Zed had been looking for a car lift, which he found. I'm trying to remember why Zed wanted a car lift. Because you, you hung the art captive you were from it. On yeah, you were going to hang the guy from it. I was either going to hang the guy from it or, like, trap his arm in it if there was a big vice. <laughs> like there's, in no, that... there's, there's not a vice attached to the car lift, but you could, like, wedge it underneath if you bring it back down on his arm. Yes, I'm going to do that. You hear him grunt audibly and painfully as the lift comes down on his arm, pinching it to the concrete. Yeah, not like crushing it completely. No, no, just... no, it's just, just enough to, to make it there. And he's wearing a tactical mask, a knit ski mask. A, uh, a, balaclava. Uh, okay. Uh, I'm going to remove his mask. Uh, he appears to be Mediterranean of descent. Uh, he has dark eyes, dark hair, olive skin. His eyes are currently like just watering from the pain. Hi there. Hello. He looks up at you and he goes. And in a vaguely Italian accent, which I'm not going to try and imitate you don't want to be uh, too insulting this early in the stream um he goes was that necessary i just wanted to make sure you were uh awake and paying attention and not going to leave do you have my attention uh so how you doing other than the arm do you need anything you need some water you need a snack he kind of cocks his head to the side he goes i'm fine but i'll let you know okay good yeah uh, i want you to i want you to be as comfortable as possible um i'm uh i'm gonna be asking some questions and you're gonna give some answers and then um i'll point over to, to over maxi your, <clears throat> over your shoulder maxi is slowly like pacing back and forth and uh if 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 this individual doesn't like what you say or how you say it, um, I don't know what I will be able to prevent. Nothing. He's yeah. So, um, who you working for? 
who do I work for or who does the company work for? Start at one and end with the other. He goes, I work for Square Lawn Solutions. Um, I'm going to shoot a look over to Chone, which, based on our time working together, is a, hey, maybe, what, what does that mean kind of look? As in a, look that up. Would also like to uh, make a role as Maxi to see if that's an organization I've heard of. Give me... bunch of ones what skill would you like to use of course i'll make my role as maxi um let's use intel analysis that'll work uh what about uh data search through maybe like the iog's database give me a software check that's a dirty 20 for me alex um Upper, low, lower, mid-level, uh, mercenary, corp. Joan? I got a 50. Um, you end up on their website. It's full of stock photos of people in suits and things like that. It's very generic. It's exactly what you would expect to see from a mercenary thing. Like, there's a lot of pablum about we provide the security that your team is looking for da, 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 da. right um nothing strikes you as completely out of the ordinary uh they're based out of sicily uh channel sent a message to uh zed's glow just giving her giving him the data it's like Mid-tier Merc company based out of Sicily. Nothing too interesting. All right. And uh, so your the second question that you brought up proactively, which I do appreciate and recognize. Thank you. Uh, who does the company work for? Who hired you? Contracts for New World Enterprises. woman named Aguilar. Hmm. And you get a message on your glow that says, what was the target? And as I am talking to this individual, can I use my cyber eye to make a check on his general level of cooperativeness if he's lying or not? Yeah, you're still going to have to give me an insight check, but you can add your watcher bonus to it. Yeah. Insight. Insight. Oh, that's... You're looking for flushing of the cheeks, rapid eye movement, yeah. heartbeat increases. Dice! I can't tell if that's good or bad. It's... That's what it is. Uh, but... 16. Uh, appears to be telling the truth. 
Oh, you know, friend, I never got your name. I'm sorry. Allard. Wait, one more time. Allard. Allard. All right, Allard. Uh, well, I appreciate you working with us so far. Um, tell us a little bit about the job. Who was the target? What were you hired to do? Behind Grab the tag. Sorry. Go ahead. Behind Zed, Maxi has started perusing the shelves of the auto body shop looking for lengths of pipe, chain. Um, There's a bunch. General, general supplies. Yeah, you've got a bunch of stuff. Okay. He goes, <laughs> Grab tech. He inclines his head toward Chone. Take them off the board. Hmm. Uh, okay. All right. Let me, um, <clears throat> let me converse with my friends here for a minute. Don't go anywhere. And I will, <laughs> I will intentionally walk away towards, uh, towards everyone except Maxi. Le leaving the two of them alone momentarily. Maxi approaches our captive with a four foot length of pipe and a couple of small lengths of chain, some utility hooks. He looks up at you and he goes, Read your dossier. You're better than this. If you read my dossier, then you are well aware that this is going to hurt. He goes, Torture me, but you know I'm just going to tell you whatever it is you want to hear. I already told you what I know. I'll tell you what else. They always tell us to sing. Shoot his battle juice, knock down some cyber. Everybody talks. You are correct. He goes, Everybody talks. So skip it. And he shrugs as best he can. Maxi begins attaching the lengths of chain to the gentleman's ankles. While the conversation is happening between Zed and the rest of the group. I feel like it's it's probably important to point out where Stitches is and what she's doing. <laughs> um, so I guess as we come in fr from the car, she like finds a uh, like a workbench or something and just starts clearing it off with her one arm. <laughs> um, and then like kind of just hops herself up on top of it and you know takes out some of the med kit that she has and begins just bent over trying to sew bullet holes <laughs> and various other 
owies. <laughs> Give me a determination check. Oh, God. <laughs> Kaylee, these dice suck. <laughs> I, I rolled three. <laughs> you can't even get through the first stitch. You, like, do it, and it's just the pain is too bad. Ah, fuck. Okay. Um, like... Okay. I'm like, okay, then she's she's got her hand like on the bench and she's just white knuckling trying to just pull through, but she's she's she, stopped for the moment. You've got like whoever stuffed the instacoag into your leg to basically stop the bleeding. Which I think might have been you stopping yeah. your own bleeding. Yeah. So you've got you've got coag gauze stuffed inside of the bullet wound in your leg to stop the bleeding. So it's coagulated right. now. And eventually that'll break down. But I mean, I was more so worried about, like, the 10 shots she took to the body and the fact that her arm is basically falling off. Yeah, and somebody had done the, the stabilization. Your arm, I, your arm is toasted till you get to an actual doctor. <laughs> yeah, so she's just, it's just hanging. <laughs> so with Zed coming over there where Stitches and Chone are, he's, you know, checking on on both of them with how, how badly they are damaged and out of curiosity when stitches when, tries that first stitch and fails is there any kind of audible response to that oh yeah um, she probably cries out a little bit in pain and then like you hear like a grunted fuck before she just bears down on the bench um, if Zed and Chone are in her vicinity, I'm assuming, yes. Yep. Yeah. Do. Can either of you do this? I mean, can you. Zed, do you. Uh, I. That's. Okay, it's, that's a no. It's fine. Um, it's fine. You know what? It, I try. It's, it's just like working on hardware. Uh, can you tell me. What pieces go where? Um, it, I'm it's, good at, it's fine. I'm good I'm, at assembling things. I'll be okay. Um, is is that guy saying anything, Zed? Uh, yeah, he was telling us. Oh, I'll just replay the video. I don't have to recap anything. I replay the video from my eyeball. <laughs> and beam it to your glow. There, that's what he said. So they weren't after Eileen and Seaver. They were after me. Yeah. And the tech. So I wonder if they knew the tech. I don't think they were after the tech. I think they were after me. And that means Aguilar knows where we are and is still on our asses. Do you have any intelligence skills there, uh, Zed? Yeah. I do. I I picked them up in our downtime while we were hanging out with the IOG, getting uh, subpar cybernetic arms. Which one do you have? And and I. Hey, my eye has been great since the beginning. I'm just a little distracted right now. Uh, I have intel analysis. I have. Oh, what else do I have? I have counterintelligence. Give me a counterintelligence check. 
Hmm. Oh, we're doing that. Maxi, what else you got? Uh, Maxi takes the length of chain, and as he's attaching it to the pipe, um, the cry from Stitches occurs. Maxi stops what he's doing dead. Pauses for a moment. Stands and walks over to the table where Stitches is laid out. Dead, what you get? Ten. Uh, you remember that Seaver and Compatriots were connected to Aguilar. So this may have been a double cross. Seaver may have told her that you guys were bringing it to her. Seaver may have told Aguilar. Or she may have found out from Seaver. Because Seaver was connected to Aguilar. That's why you went after her in the first place. Right. So. Because the church had made so many donations to New World Enterprises. So I'll look over to Chone. All right. So if there's some sort of connection between Aguilar and Seaver that could be part of this, can you check anything about this with your computery friends back at home base? Wink, wink. Well, we already know that Kelly Aguilar and New World Enterprises are after me. I just didn't think that they knew where we were. And they must have tracked you because there's no way she could have, they would have known that I was going to be there. And they don't know Stitches. Well, they might know Stitches now, but... Yeah. My guess is when you guys got me out of that facility, that's when you were tagged. Some, mm -hmm. Like, visually tagged is what I mean. Yeah. And somehow... Eileen and Seaver figured out who you were, and therefore it was a double cross. Yeah, probably. And at that point, I think Maxie is walking up to us, so I'll like... Uh... Yeah, Maxie, when... Maxie walks past Chone and Zed and walks right to the side of the table. Um... Yeah, Stitches kind of blinks up at him and I can't, I can't, I can't do this. I, I need, I need help. Um. Maxie looks at his right arm, which is mostly also shredded. We're twins. <laughs> I'll help, but you need to stay awake. Okay, I can I can do that. I just couldn't do it myself. Um, and she, you know, pushes whatever else is on the bench off with a loud clang and lays flat on her back on the table um, and hands him the, <laughs> the thread. Maxia will reach down with his good arm and 
the armor on his right leg is basically shredded. He's going to snap a piece of the Kevlar off and kind of offer it to you to put between your teeth. Solid. <laughs> she does it. She picks up on the cue and bears down. And um, while you've got that in your teeth, uh, Maxie will say, I'll use my good arm. You use your good arm. You use your good arm. With your skill and my assistance, we should be able to patch you up. She just grits and nods. Um, and as as they are collaboratively sewing her up, she definitely has like tears streaming out of the corner uh, of her eye as they're doing this. First, give me another determination check. Oh boy, I mean that's gonna be what it is regardless. That is a twenty. Okay. I think we're good. <laughs> now give me either a first aid or a paramedic check. Okay. Can I um, assist Alex? Yeah. Give me a roll there, Michael. All right. With mine, that is a 15. Okay. I got a 16. Okay. Uh, you've got it stitched up. It's raggedy and going to leave a hell of a scar, but it's stitched up. Solid. <laughs> How many needs. HP did you have left in your arm, Dot? Um, negative one. Okay. <laughs> just check it yeah so yeah, while they're I, I should note also that as Maxi is moving Maxi is limping severely yeah um, both his right arm and his right leg are near shredded is anyone else negative on a limb right now that I'm trying to remember just dot just me okay. <laughs> hey just how stitches. you doing Zed, Zed was bleeding from the head quite a bit but just but as I recall, Zed specifically asked Chone to not patch his face because he wanted to be bleeding and intimidating for your prisoner. Adds to my break. Chone has a Chone has a boo boo right here. What kind of band aid did Chone get? Uh, no, it's a bruise. Ow. Uh, while this is going on, though, Chone kind of turns uh, a slightly lighter color. And uh, after rummaging in their pack, goes over to uh, Allard. Okay. And they crouch next to Allard. And now is both of his arms trapped or just one? So both of his arms are zip tied behind his back, but Zed has pinned his right arm under between the the lift. Okay. And the concrete floor. So like his elbow, okay. I, I I pin down. Yeah. Okay. Chon uh, pulls a water bottle out of their bag, opens it, and like holds it up to him so he can drink. He's like, I'm fine. Thank you. Not drugged or anything. You saw it was sealed. He goes, shakes his head. All right. Chon will take a drink off of it. It's like, I heard what you told Maxie. Yeah. So, capture or kill? Either. Wow. Are they paying you well? Not aware of the terms of the monetary side of the contract. I'm not mm. an independent contractor. I'm an employee. I get a salary. Okay. 
I'm just trying to figure out if I'm worth more alive or dead at this point. I heard there was a bonus for alive, but I don't know the specifics. Hmm. They just want you off the board. Hmm. Well, that ain't gonna happen. See, the problem is, is that woman and New World Enterprises, they're really bad shit. And if we don't stop them, it, you, you know that big nuclear scar down the middle of the, the country? Um, or? That's going to be the entire planet if she manages to get her crazy cuckoo AI dreams together and gets off, off world. The leaving Scorched Earth behind is her plan. He goes, okay. I'm just saying, you're working for, well, I guess technically your company's working for a lunatic, but you're just trying to get by and make money, right? Pretty much. Does the mercenary gig pay well? Because I know some people in another, and a couple other companies that might be hiring some, you know, decent weapon talent. He goes, pays okay. And I get dental. Wait, just dental? You don't get medical? No, I'm medical standard, but I also get dental. Oh, okay. That's good. good and I'm assuming, I'm assuming like a, you know, 401k matching. Yeah, there's a pension program. Okay. Well, I mean, I was just saying it doesn't, I hold no animosity towards you. Um, he looks over say, toward toward Maxi and Zed, he goes, I don't think your compatriots feel the same. Yeah. Um, see, I don't think Maxi... Okay. Telling tales out of school here. I don't think Maxi has the imagination that I do or has read as many books as I do. So, like, I've seen all the movies and I know torture doesn't actually work. And you're just going to tell him whatever he needs to know. So... If you want to tell me everything you know, maybe I can convince him and then he'll stop with whatever the... And they gesture to the the chains. It's like, whatever weird shit he's going to do with that. Because there's got to be more. Know. And that's it? Get tech, take you off the board. Simple. Mm. All right. You know what? I believe you. But what should I do with you? I mean, can't just leave you here. Can't take you with us. I don't want to kill you. Huh. You sure you don't want to drink? He shakes his head again. All right, you're lost. Uh, okay, I think they're done with the uh, the 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 bleeding and things. So, um, again, the thing about him just not having an imagination. Don't repeat. Between you and me, okay? Definitely. And Chone holds out like their hand for a fist bump, and then kind of like, goes, oh, and turns around and walks back.
I think at the point at which um, Stitches is, for the most part, taken care of, um, she will uh, look at Maxie and like, she like takes her one good arm and like wipes away the tears for a second. You're up. I really don't think he's going to... I think he's telling us everything he knows. No, no, he... Like, I gotta she, fix him. <laughs> not... not Go... Oh, I thought you meant send Maxie over to, like, tear out his toenails or whatever it is Maxie's gonna do. I mean, up to you. If you want... If you want the pain for fuel, you're up, so... I don't need any fuel, but... We have a limited time. Okay. Thank you. Hold your thought. And Maxi just kind of quietly turns and limps his way back over to the captive. Um, using his good and bad arms, he grabs the the pole that he has, the, the metal pipe that he's attached to the legs, um, leans over and grabs the controls for the lift and lifts the, the lift off the elbow slightly. Okay. Well, he'll then uh, maneuver the pole so that it is between the tines of the lift. Uh, the tines go bet- under the pole between the legs of this gentleman and then the lift goes up. He looks at you and he goes, look, I'm seeing things from a whole new perspective. Trust me, when I'm through, you're going to have a very open mind. He goes, I presume I'm going to be dead before morning. Maxie doesn't answer. So while Maxie is doing that, I am going to help... Uh, stitches get off the table arm arm under her you know half carrying her kind of thing and I'm gonna look over at Chone and I'm gonna say I I think we should go to the car um let's and and relax how about that I'm not leaving Maxie do you really want to watch this though yes Okay. Well, then I'll just help you get comfortable. Here's a chair. Yeah, she parks it and um, probably finds a dingy, like, uh, flannel shirt somewhere and finds a way to tear it into a sling. I'll look over at Chone. Um, what about you, kiddo? You want to go outside? Um, thank um, I'm okay. And Joan's got their back to the uh, the lift area, and they they got a, two more bottles bottles of water. One offers to you, and then opens the other one and holds it out to Stitches. Oh yeah, Stitches takes the water. Thanks, honey. Sorry. Um, I'll also talk to Joan. All right, so this dude is just a contractor. I mean, his company was contracted. He doesn't know shit. Yeah. Do you think we can 
He does get mm. dental, though. I mean, if the IOG kicks us out, maybe we can send them our resumes. I don't know if we get dental or not. I'm assuming we do. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, check. So wait, what was the name of his company? Um, Squirrelon? Squirrelon. Squirrelon? Squirrely Solutions? Uh, I, I have it on my glow. I forgot already. Black squirrels. Um, okay, so do you think we could find any new links or missing links if we go through them to try to get back to Aguilar or Seaver or somebody? Mercenary companies are pretty locked down, though. I mean, if we knew who Aguilar, if we can find out who Aguilar hired, got, you know, who they talked to to hire this, maybe. Who she called at the company? Yeah, I mean, did she just pick their name off off the internet and just like, look, you know, A through S, we're rolling a, rolling a random number or something? That'd be weird. But... I mean, S is, S is at the end of the alphabet. They're not like triple A mercenaries. They won't be the first one in the yellow pages. Right. Um, it's the yellow pages. You've watched the movies. You know the reference. I know. I just wanted to see how you react. Uh, um, if we pull something from his... Oh, if we pull something from his chip, do you think make, we could get into the company? He's a contract. I mean, he's not even a contractor. He's an employee. He probably doesn't have very good access, if anything at all. Yeah. I'm just trying to think of some way to salvage. the type to cry out oh there we go sorry now i can hear everybody woohoo all right sorry discord crapped the bed on us everyone that was weird there was something in the pacific northwest all right can can everybody hear everybody now yeah. we can we're good now I it was the, just the it was just on their end yeah me and mallow so you were doing let's go the uh, as I, I don't know if you heard what uh, Caleb said as Zed regarding uh, the punctuation of their conversation. Um, no. But uh, in the background conversation, background of the conversation that Chone and Zed were having, uh, there's definitely the sound of metal on flesh. Um, there's the sound of cracking. Um, metal on metal. Um, there is the familiar click and hiss of an acetylene torch. And 
I mean, the guy's obviously in pain, but he's mostly just screaming right now. It's about this time that uh, Zed Wait, there we go. Now I can hear you. And I see I see we Caleb robots. Robotic. <laughs> yes. We are robots. That's his robot arms. I think the benevolent AI is trying to stop us. Okay. Uh, Again. So What uh, was the last thing you heard, Alex? Uh acetylene torch, and then I told you he was screaming. Uh at that point, Chone has turned rather pale and stitches and Zed uh basically see them quickly walk out of the exit uh, as the door closes behind them you can hear the sound of retching outside and then there's like this liquid sound Stitches uh, looks at Zed and is I'll stop him you take care of them yeah um I mean don't don't try too hard to stop him but you know take care of him and I will go outside to check on Chun. And then step over the giant pile of, of puke in my nice nice shoes. Am I wearing nice shoes? I might be wearing nice shoes. You're wearing boots, like combat boots. They're Gucci. Come on. <laughs> okay. Um, the guy's grunting and hissing it out but actually he rolled a natural 20 on his determination maxi he looks at you and he's like is this really necessary do you want information or are you just trying to fuck with me you already said you've told zed everything you knew he kind of like you see his body kind of like relax for a second he's like and do what you need to do maxi looks over at stitches yeah um at this point she she walks up to him, walks up to Maxie, looks at the guy, and then she looks back at Maxie and, um, like, raises her, raises her hand and, like, wipes a little bit of splattered blood off of his cheek. Um, you can keep going. 
but he's not going to give you anything else. There are two outcomes to this. He lives and has to find a new profession or he dies. Okay. Do you think handing him over is the better option or what do you want? What do you want? And Maxie's looking at you. Maxie, sorry, Maxie's looking at stitches. With an unsure look on his face. You can see that his jaw is set, but his eyes, he's not sure which answer you're going to choose. Stitches is going to choose. I mean, at this point, killing him would just be putting him out of his misery. That's what he wants. Is that what you want? I want more information, but I don't know that he is worth enough to get us that information. At this point, you might as well just end him. Maxie looks at Stitches again and nods. And uh, turns back toward the captive. And you can, the camera cuts to Maxie reaching for the handle of his, his belt knife on his back okay. and, the camera, and the camera cuts away so as you reach for the hand of your belt knife Maxie hears him the guy softly like intoning some sort of prayer like under his breath and that's what will cut away uh, after this are you all heading back to your safe house is that the general idea yes I got one nod if we think it's still safe. And you think you got away clean and you just boosted a different car and Chon already disabled the tracking on it. So you should be good. Um, as you're on your way back, anybody who has their glow with them gets a text from Adeline saying sit rep. Question mark. Uh, I reply with three thumbs down emojis. And then you get back 
evac question mark not yet send um stitches you know just looking at your arm that you need a doctor doctor yeah um i'm assuming since she is again driving <laughs> us to uh, i think the... Joan can Joan, drive. Joan, Joan drives. Drive. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Joan um, has been very quiet and was sitting in the driver's seat when you guys came out. Yeah. Um, Stitches looks to Zed wherever he is in the car. Ask them for a medic. I, I, we need, we need help. Uh, I will send a follow-up reply but we do need medical assistance. Just a bunch of Red Cross emojis. Um, yes. <laughs> it says level question mark. Hi. Limb loss. Just send a bunch of arm and leg emojis. <laughs> two arms, two legs. I mean, come on. Um, I say we might need to make someone a Tin Man. They send you an address. I will give that address to Joan since they are driving. The vehicle turns and heads that way. Okay. Um, it's back in downtown. It's not too far from your safe house. Um, it appears to be another high-end condo building. Um, as you approach it, uh, Zed, your glow rings. Who's calling me? Does it say? Nope. Uh, I will answer on speaker. County morgue. You stab him, we slap him. You need a doctor, right? Is that Adeline? No, this is a different female voice. You don't recognize it. Uh, yeah, otherwise we're going to slap him. Pull into the downstairs garage. How many gurneys do you need? Two. We can walk. We're walking. <laughs> if they're offering, I think we should use them. They don't want to walk. <laughs> Waste but, not, want not. <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna veto that. So yeah, two. Very well. We will have people waiting. Um, as you pull up, you see a 30-story tower. It's very, like, beige. It's It's got a very deserty feel to it. There's some tall archways at the top. It looks like a high-end condo tower. Um, bottom end on the west side, there's a bunch of really high-end boutique shops. Um, there's a, a boutique, like, exercise equipment shop, uh, a Tiffany jewelry, uh, a really nice steakhouse, a coffee shop. As you pull around the back, um, you see the garage open and a set of blinking lights embedded in the uh, embedded in the concrete as you pull into the garage directs you to a parking spot where you see four people in scrubs with two gurneys. Pull up next to him. I'll open the door and help Stitches and Maxi out. Welcome to our concierge medical service. Uh, who requires the gurneys? 
The bloody two. Yeah. And you two are both walking? Currently, yeah. Uh, they put Maxi yeah. and Stitches on Gerties. Um, Stitches and... fights it. She's like, get me the fuck off this thing. I can Shut walk. Shut up, Stitches. Shut up. <laughs> Stop it. Uh, hang on. Uh, you look like you might be in a little bit of pain, ma'am. Don't drug me until we're at the room. Can we can we just offer you a, a mild painkiller? No. One of the nurses looks at uh, just what, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Just let, let's let's power through. Can we power through yeah. here, folks? Uh, they take you into like a like you would call it a freight elevator due to the size, but it's like immaculately appointed. There's white marble and red white and red marble tile floors in a in a very fancy pattern there's black marble ceilings i mean it's top tier uh, as you pull out you enter into what looks like a very nice lobby there's a fountain there's people they rush you into the back um you're each separated um as we are being separated maxi will just kind of turn his head on the gurney to look at the stitches and I, will be he- I will be here when you return. Fingers stretched out longingly. <laughs> yeah, she gives the the nod back. Oh, um, we'll start with Zed. They do a quick assessment on you. Zed, what's your most damaged section? The moneymaker. My only damage is my face. How much damage does it take? Uh, let me look. He's um, he's now he's now at Texas nine. <laughs> I have fourteen hit points in my face. Um, the doctor looks at you and is like, "It's mild. How bad do you want the scarring to be when we're done?" So, a technical question: <laughs> When what does a glamour cover a scar? We can reset your glam in those areas to cover them yes can i can i have the scar but make the glam cover over it if i need to sure i want that very well uh we're gonna have to give you a sedative now you have to go under for this type of procedure okay fine make it a Uh, good one they look at chone chone how what what damage you just said you had a bruise Chone got hit in the face with the buttstock of a gun, but took basically no damage. They give you um, some Advil. Chone doesn't even just whatever. They just they, they, they do, put it they in still their examine pack. you, but they give you some Advil and take you to a conference room where they've actually laid out because it's now about dawn. Um, they've actually laid out a very nice breakfast with, for you. Uh, you have a choice of eggs Benedict, uh, a Texas scramble. Uh, coffee, mimosas. Don't actually just goes and sits in the corner uh, with their pack and just kind of like thousand yard stares a little bit and just sits quietly. Okay. Maxi, which parts of you are damaged the most? Well, let's look at the let's look at the chart. Let's look at the chart. Let's see. We were down to down to 17 in the right arm, uh, down to seven in the right leg. Okay. I get uh, beat. <laughs> the doctor looks at you and goes, 
Your leg doesn't require replacement. And down to 11 in the chest. Okay. He looks at you and goes, your leg doesn't require replacement, but it wouldn't be a terrible idea. I am currently meat. I plan to remain meat. Very well. Um, you've taken a considerable amount of stuff. You're going to be in surgery for a bit. So he, uh, they give you an IV, and then he's like, okay, count back from 10. Maxi starts the count. Can I make a determination check? Yes. All right. <laughs> Are you trying to stay awake? I have Are a you feeling that it's going to require a higher dose. Okay. That's an at 20. Um, so I have yeah. my, my determination is zero, but I got an at 20. They, um, they have to double dose you. So I go, you know, I count backward from 10 and I'm like one, zero, negative one, negative two. Yeah, they hit you with another shot. Give me another determination check. Eighteen. It takes like two and a half doses to get you down finally, but you do eventually go unconscious. Uh, dot. Before they put you under, so your yeah. arm is at negative stitches. one. Stitches. Or stitches. Yeah, stitches. <laughs> your your arm is at negative one. What else? What else we got? Um, my left leg is at a six. <laughs> they basically give you the same spiel. So okay, what else? Anything else? Um, everything else is okay. Okay. He looks at you and he goes, your leg should probably be replaced, but it's your call. Your arm has to be replaced. Um, the fact that you're still talking is kind of an amazing thing. Just jot my name down somewhere in a Guinness Book of World Records. Uh, I... I'm not interested in cybernetics. Your arm needs to be replaced. Replace it with something else. There's nothing else to replace it with. Well, make it's more a, of me then. It's a cyber arm or nothing. Then nothing. We cannot salvage your arm. I hear Do you. Do you understand? I hear you. Do you hear me? Very well. And then they give you an IV and put you under. Mm-hmm. And now you're unconscious. Uh, Zed, after they finish fixing you up, you're the first one to come out. They lead you to the conference room where Chone is. Chone, you're only there for about 90 minutes before Zed comes in. Zed's still a little loopy, but is conscious. Chone doesn't even seem to notice that you're there. The, there's still a bunch of food. Like, somebody's come in twice to cycle in fresh uh, hot eggs Benny, but uh, doesn't look like Chone's moved. So Zed is... He's a little bit loopy. He's gonna go to you have a big bandage on your face, like the like. <laughs> the nurse comes by. She goes, "Here's your antibacterial salve. 
Make sure you put that on twice a day so you don't get an infection and leave the bandage on for at least 24 hours. Is it just like a bandage over where the wound was? No, they had to like, cause they had to cut away pieces, replace parts okay. of your glam and then sew your face back together. Gotcha. But it's basically just like the whole side of my face. Yeah. Okay. Um, as she is telling me this, I want to like find a napkin or a long piece of cloth and wrap it around the top of my head in my loopy state. Yeah, I just need help recovering. So I'm going to put some band-aids on and then I'll put the goopy stuff where the goopy goes. Uh, they bring you a short time later. They bring you a protein smoothie. At, at this point, I am standing where the food is and pretending that I am hosting a cooking show because I'm out of it and I'm just talking to the wall. And I'm using like the, the 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 squeezy tongs and the scoop for the the buffet, like and and then we and then we start chopping with the hassle back, and you don't want to you don't you want to source locally, but if uh, if if it comes from a refrigerator, it's fine. And and here's my assistant Sean. Uh, and I will. She, like, hit, she I hands will. you a pro. She puts the protein smoothie in your hand and then tries to guide you to a chair. And now this is from our sponsor. This chocolate milkshake is expensive. Go buy it. Now my assistant Chun. And I keep throwing it to Chun. And then she doesn't. And then they don't respond. <laughs> okay, and I'm back. They And I just keep going. And now my assistant Chun. Okay, I'm back. And we're going to go over here. And I just keep kind of doing that until... I think at some point I'll fall asleep. You do pass out in a chair. Uh, after about an hour, you wake back up and you're a little less loopy uh, and you see someone walk in and go, your friends are going to be here for about another. Well, your friend, uh, they look down stitches uh, will be ready to transport in about an hour being that we're not doing a rebuild on their arm. Joan kind of like comes out of it at that point. Oh, the, looked pretty gnarly. I'm glad you could save it. We couldn't. She refused the rebuild. So she'll be ready in about an hour. You're going to want to do and they hand you who's they look at Chone because Chone appears to be the least messed up and they hand you like a like a little like data, like a little SD card. Okay. They're like, this is our guide on wound care. Uh, your other friend refused cybernetic replacement, which would have gone a of little faster. So we're trying to rebuild his leg. Um, but it's going to take some time. Do you want to leave him here and have, we can have our people transport you home? It's probably going to be another 12 to 14 hours to try and do the rebuild. Oh, wait. Can you install some brains on either one of them while you're at it? Because they're both Again, fucking morons. They refused cybernetic enhancement so or replacement, so there wasn't a lot we could do. Um, but very well. Uh, we have this room. You can stay here. Um Periodically, over the next few hours, somebody brings in food. After about five hours, uh, the door opens again, and you see Adeline dressed in very, like, 
casual, like pseudo Western, like dress. Her hair's been dyed a different color. She's got a, what is obviously to you, a fake tattoo on her face. She goes, Hey folks, how you doing? Who are you, stranger? Well, he's high as a kite. Uh, our new per our new meat that you sent us is now going to be three quarters of a person. So I'm guessing she's out of action. So we're going to need a replacement for that one. Uh, Max, Why is Max she getting smaller? Damn it, is that what we agreed on? Shout, you're in charge. This is why I can't get her. You don't know what you're doing. You got to keep me safe with your magic powers. Said your show is coming back from commercial. God damn it. I need to get to makeup. Power! This is too shiny. Adela looks at you, Joan, and says, Do you got this or do you want us to pull you? I don't know. I I really don't know. I Cheers, there's okay. give me. Let's do this. Let's debrief the last couple of days. And so I'm not going to make you rehash all of it, but basically over the next half an hour, she kind of like probes you for info. What have you all been up to? Mm -hmm. She's taking notes. She goes, okay. Um. Well, let's hang out here. Uh, after a little while, they wheel an unconscious Stitches. Less one arm. Which arm was it that they removed Stitches? The right. Uh, less a right arm. And bandaged uh, into the conference room. Stitches Did is they... still kind of like... Did they have to take the whole arm or did they just go from like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, cool mid bicep yep that's what I was that's what I figured all right cool can you get like a furiosa style add-on we'll see what happens <laughs> it's gonna be like a puppet arm with a rod so like she's gonna have to carry the rod in her left hand and like move the arm around. leads for a little bit she comes back she goes so it looks like another four or five hours for maxi right that it's right about the time stitches starts kind of waking up so zed is uh is normal at this point <clears throat> as normal as zed can be is Adeline still with us or did she? Oh, yeah, she's she's hanging out until you decide whether you want to be pulled or not. All right, so Zed's kind of coming out of it. Oh. oh, hey, boss, when did you get here? I loved your cooking show. It was great. By the way, I prefer my potatoes julienne. I look over at Chone. What was I doing? Tone is again sitting in a chair, like sitting sideways in a chair with their knees kind of pulled up to their chest and their eyes are like half open and they appear to be just kind of talking to themselves. Ah, I'm, I'm okay. They're doing their magic quantum thing. Um, 
I look at my watch or my glow or whatever. Okay, so I've been out of it for a while. Um, do you know what's been going on? Did you talk to Joan? I got a debrief. She points at Stitches, who's missing an arm. <sighs> Your friends are refusing replacements. I've got a hand on what you've been doing. Okay. So maybe I'll ask you, are you good or do you want extract? I want to get to the bottom of this rabbit hole. Um, sure. Obviously, obviously, Aguilar is onto us and she is bringing to bear Every real heavy firepower. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know how effective we can be at this point. <laughs> because Jones developed we... abilities very similar to some of the other mutations that we've seen. But you have stubborn people with no enhancements. Uh, I heard you were griping about your new arms. I just had some bad luck. Uh, Caleb, what category are those arms? Bosco. Wish.com. BJ's. Uh, category A. Bosco. They're category yeah. A arms? They're insignia yes. brand arms. She I just goes, had really shitty rolls. Oh. She, she goes, she goes, we can't upgrade your arms anymore, by the way. No, I, I know. Do a I firmware just patch, for God's sake. Maybe you do need a firmware patch. <sighs> I'll have I, them take a look read at the it. manual upside down. I don't know. It's fine. Um, look, I I thought we'd be getting into like sneaky spy shenanigans. That's why that's I was what training. you're supposed to be doing. But you should always expect an ambush. <sighs> OK, maybe that was that one was on me. I saw I saw the road and I just I didn't I didn't check who's, it out. Said who's running this show? You? I don't know. She goes, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Oh, you mean the four with the four of us? Um, it's like it's it's like a diplomatic uh conglomeration. How's I that think. working out? Uh well, a couple of them lost some votes with 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 the arms, so may, maybe Chone and I can um have more leeway. I get what you're putting down, though. I she get goes, what you're putting down. I'll be in the area for the next couple of days. This is the easiest time for me to pull you out. Do you understand? Yeah. I know you want to get to the bottom of this. I want you guys to get to the bottom of this. I want to know what the hell Aguilar is up to. Something deeper is going on here. She goes, try the eggs Benedict. They're good. And then she gets up. She walks over to Chone. And remembering some of the conversations that Adeline had had with Chone after the Apex thing, she kind of puts her face in front of Chone's to force Chone to focus for just a second. And Chone kind of like blinks suddenly. Uh, obviously, they were 
doing something in their own head or in their tech head. N nobody's really sure at that point. Uh, and they blink up. It's like, oh, sorry. She goes, were you saying something? Don't forget what we talked about last time. After the yeah. last episode. Well, it's going to happen a lot more often, isn't it? She goes, I'm still here if you need somebody. Thanks. She goes, I know what you're going through. <laughs> Part well, of it, probably, but yeah. Aside from the weird phasing thing. That's yeah, that's part of it. Yeah. What do we do about them? Same thing I just asked him. She goes, I'm here for a few days following up on some other things. I could pull you out if you want, but figure it out. All right. She walks out of the conference room. Um, Stitches, you're now kind of like fading in and out, like, but it's just mostly like dull pain in your arm and dull pain kind of in your everywhere else that was they patched up. Um, and like, it's not blurry, but it's not like clear. It's just like, you know, someone else besides Zed and Chone is in the room, but you can't quite like put your finger on it for the first little bit. Push you're also really thirsty. I'll give you a finger. That's You're suddenly weird. extremely thirsty. You're only that'll don't do that. You only have four. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um yeah, she's kind of coming out of it. Uh hey boss lady. Are you talking to who who are you directing that at? Adeline. Oh, as she's just as you say that, just as she's about to walk out the door, she turns and looks at you. I'm not taking any cybernetics. But there's not any part of me that believes that you don't have something better. She goes, I wish we could regrow limbs, kid. I wish we could do a lot of things. If I had regenerative ability, Mike Tate wouldn't be being held together right now with, you know, bubblegum and duct tape. We'd rebuild him as a young man. She's like, you can believe what you want, but I don't got it. If I had it, I would give it to you. Yeah, sure you would. Um... She goes, oh, by the way, I have something for you. And she hands you a, an SD card. Okay. It's a right-handed baseball mitt. She goes, <laughs> Shut she up. goes, it's from your parents. They're resettled. They're fine. And as soon as you're extracted, I will give you their location. Um, extracted? Stop will end eventually. But we can't give you their location now. I don't want you to go straight from here to there. Fine. I'll... But it's a message. They're okay. Okay. We held up our side. I mean, I'm trying to hold up mine. 
You're doing fine. And she walks out of the room. going to be a little sideways when you hold it. <laughs> you guys are the worst. <sighs> All right. Um, I will... I will check on stitches, give her some water from the little sippy straw. Pat her head. They're there. They're there. <laughs> All right, and then I'll go sit down next to John. All right. Um, are you sitting next to Chon in the in her in Stitch's recovery room, or you're not well, in her? You're, you're in a they, board room with us. We're, you're in a conference room. Okay. On like a on like, Slash, a, like on a half set up gurney. They rolled, okay. you, in, they, they rolled you into the brunch situation. Really, is what happened. Right. Okay. Got it. Yes. Now, now now you're pretty now. sure at one point you were in the middle of a cooking program. Something. <laughs> Zed was okay. eating something, and um, then yeah. It, as long as we're all in the same room together, um, right from surgery yeah. to a continental breakfast. <laughs> yeah. Give me that mini muffin. <laughs> <laughs> the full service uh, medic medic shop. Um, is is have you heard anything on Maxie? Is he okay? Uh still in surgery. He's he wouldn't he wouldn't get one of these like you, dummy. It's my choice. Yeah, I know, but these are handy. Didn't really seem like it. You're on drugs. Be quiet. <laughs> Go to sleep. You have to recover. Eat a mini muffin. Fine. Wake me up the second you hear anything else about Maxi. Okay. Um, a couple hours later, one of the doctors comes in and looks around. And he goes, "Okay, so he's done." I poke stitches. Uh, nothing internal left. He's definitely gonna feel that leg in the rain. And we still recommend replacement. He said no, uh, right? He said no. Then that's the answer. We understand. We respect the patient's wishes, even when we don't agree with them. He goes, there's likely some permanent damage that cannot be fixed. Yeah. But we can transport you home now uh, if you'd prefer to care for him there. Where's, where's Adeline putting us up? You have a safe house. Yeah. Are we staying at that safe house? Okay. We we think it's safe. Okay. Um, they wheel Maxi in. He's still unconscious, but they basically get like a fancy ambulance and transport you back to your safe house. Uh, one of the doctors uh, gives uh, Zed and Chone an additional copy because as if they hadn't already been handed it, but it's a doctor's house, so they can give you multiple copies of the wound care manual, as well as um, they hand you the prescriptions. Who looks the most, well, actually, Chone looks the most conscious right now. Uh, they give Chone all of the medication and instructions. For they put it in their bag. Antibiotics, painkillers... 
um, an emergency number so that they can send over one of their attack teams if there's a wound complication. Cool. And they thank you for buying their platinum subscription. Thanks. I take you All home. Right. So we get back as to you, the safe house. As you get there, you see random operative guy sitting on the couch. He goes, oh, you're back. I can leave now. Thank you for he your goes, service. Adeline told me to watch the place. See you get back. Cool. I bought donuts. There's some extra donuts in there. Oh, thanks. See ya. The guy walks out. Maxie's still unconscious, I'm assuming. Uh, right about then is when Maxie starts coming too. Because the sun's coming through the big wide thing by your balcony and hitting Maxie in the face. Are they still on gurneys? Yeah. Oh. Probably pushing them to probably push them down to their rooms. I mean, Dot can probably stand on her own now. Uh, Maxie. Well, stitches can, but yeah. I'm saying Dot you have 50 50. Yeah, uh, that'll probably fall over. For your, for your character, that leg has permanently lost three HP. Got it. Thank you. Thank you, sir. That they could not fix. But you're back to 22. All right. Everything else is fine. By the way, all the rest of you are fully healed, but probably another day or so before you want to get into like a firefight. At least 24 hours. Uh, All right. So Emmanuel Chone says that you want to watch those for about 48 hours to make sure that the uh, the nano thread doesn't split. I assume Chone was reading them on their glow at some point. No, actually. All right. Uh, once Zed appears to be like conscien conscious and uh, not loopy, uh, Chon just gives all that to him and he goes into their room. Okay. Um, so I am going to put Stitches and Maxi in the same room. Stitches had the biggest room, right? Yep in the she back took, left corner. She took the main suite. Okay. I'm going to put both of them in there. Um, Maxie's still coming out of it, but Stitches is mostly awake. Yep. Maxie's now just very thirsty. Side effect yep. of the stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to look at Stitches. All right. We got to take it easy. I'm going to let you two be together and have some time. I'm going to come on check, come and check on you in every half an hour. We'll be fine. I know. I'm just telling you what I'm doing. That way I remember. <laughs> if you need a snack, if you need a drink, not that kind of drink, uh, shout for me or send me a message. I will bring it to you. Thank you, Zed. No hanky panky. Okay. I'm just saying, you both. You don't have to say it. You don't. Got arms, got arms chopped off. You came out of surgery. 
You're not allowed to do grown-up stuff. <laughs> Said. <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, we're we're all barely alive. We got to be more careful. Okay. Yes. I I will let you know if and when we need you. Good. I will be back to check on you. And I will walk down to Chone's room. I feel like the camera can stay with Stitches and Maxie, though, for a moment. Maxie, you're awake and aware. You heard that whole diatribe from Zed. You're, you look down, you're, again, you've got fresh, clean bandages on. It looks like they redressed you in some sort of, like, white linen, like, almost basketball length short. Right? And you're wearing, like, the, the, the thing that opens in the back. The gown? Yeah, the gown. Laying in a gurney. Uh, you look over at Stitches, who is now sans one arm. Banished a few other places. But you're in your safe house. It's a dull throbbing pain at this point. It's not sharp anymore. But you definitely feel like your leg's not where it was. Like, strength-wise. Oh, it's it's in the right position, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> got, got it. Maxi like, kind of just tries to sit up, pushes himself up with his good arm. Like kind of scooches back on the gurney. Stitches turns and grabs uh, like the handled water jugs that you get from the hospital and um, tips it over to Maxie. Is uh, Maxie's entire arm bandaged or is it the like just the bicep area? It's a bicycle area. It's just where it was wounded. Okay. They use as many nanobots to repair you as possible, but you had taken significant wound damage, so yeah. regeneration takes some time. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, Maxi initially reaches for the jug with the right arm. You see him wince a little bit, and then he reaches over with the left arm, um, takes it from you, and the, the as he's going to take the cup from you, he, he like kind of holds it for a moment and looks over at your left arm. Right is the one that oh, she right. no yes. longer has. Yes, thank yeah. you, thank you. Uh, it's looks the over drugs. To your, looks over to your right arm. Yeah, right. Are you all right? I'm not trying to be rude, but do I look all right? No. Stupid question. No, not a stupid, stupid question. I just... I I don't have a problem with people who choose and or need cybernetics. 
Um, but it's, it's not for me. I understand. And Maxi, like his left hand, his, his a finger traces along the scars uh, by his eyes. Um, and you can see again, those scars from his previous cyber replacements. I understand all too well. I figured you might. Um, I will be fine. I, if you can believe it, I've had worse. I can. On the plus side, silver linings and all, your left arm is going to get enormous. <laughs> she actually, we're going to make that real. She busts out laughing. <laughs> and he, he cracks a smile. The important part is that we survived. Yes. Um, I will... I will come up with something. I will figure something out that... I will figure something out that still makes me an asset to your team. Let me... And then he said... Maxi says, let me, and then he stops for a moment. And he looks back up at you. You are an asset to the team. Losing an arm doesn't prevent that or stop that. I agree, but I also, I know that this choice may have an impact, but I am going to do everything that I can to make sure that I am as capable as I was before because there's no doubt in my mind that I should be losing an arm makes you no less capable than you were before right it is just a period of adjustment right I'm glad we agree mm-hmm because I would hate to think that you would be leaving us. Not in the cards. Um, how are you feeling? Maxie looks down at the drink in his hand and looks back up. better now yeah 
she she's gonna lean in and just give him a kiss and then we can fade to Zed and Shown. Uh, there's definitely, as that happens, there is definitely a raised eyebrow, like, uh, <laughs> unexpected. Camera moves over to Zed and Chone. Zed is knocking on Chone's door politely. Yeah. You okay? Yep. You don't sound okay. <clears throat> yep, I'm okay. <laughs> I can't watch Caleb tonight. It's too funny. Can I, can I come in? Yeah. I I come in. What? What you doing? Um Chone is sitting uh on their bed, just kind of like knees tucked up again, basically sitting the same way they were sitting in the chair at the med facility and is just kind of is looking at Yuji enter the room. It's like um, I don't know if we can do this. Talk or the mission? Said we're talking right now, so that's literally the well, dumbest thing I've ever heard you say to me. I, I'm sure I've said dumber. Apparently I had a cooking show. There was something about using oatmeal in your gravy. I, d I, I don't know. I really wasn't paying attention. I was just, I was looking at probabilities and they're not going to take cyber. Maxie's hurt. Stitches is missing 25% of our body mass. And we've got a, a cyber bitch with like an entire corporation's strength, money, and capabilities looking for me. The smartest thing we could do right now is to fucking run out of here. You know, if... If we'd had a, if this had happened, if we'd had this type of conversation um, when this whole thing started, I would probably agree with you. But and now that it's infinitely worse, you dis you disagree. We, we lost we Apex. We just lost 25% of stitches. Maxi, I don't know how long it's going to be until he walks without a limp or is able to tell what the weather forecast is going to be. Who knows? One. Neither one of them is 100%. One, we didn't lose Apex. She's just somewhere else right now. 
we lost her from this little team or whatever it is we have going on. I know. And I know that hurts. I know that's tough. I'm actually beginning to think she's the only sane one of all of us. <laughs> oh, um, she she might have been the clearest head of all of us. That's that's very probable. But here but look. Uh I, I don't know how much you were paying attention, but when when we first got hired for this job. I was uh, there. Yes, but I don't know how much you were paying attention to me. Let me finish my sentence. I was an asshole and I didn't care about anything. <laughs> I, I wasn't going to say it. I, that. <sighs> my point is we've all changed a lot. We've we've worked together. We're friends. We're a team. And whatever the fuck is happening, it's not going to stop if we run. The The best chance we have purely at surviving is to stay together. Whatever the fuck is happening with each of us, it, whatever has gone wrong with losing limbs, it doesn't matter. Um, we are we, we're together we're this weird fucked up family team thing you have a lot more faith in everybody than I do <sighs> end of the day um, end of the day we're not gonna live longer if we're not trying you know splitting up and running is just going to make us bigger targets oh i kind of think it's the opposite if we <laughs> gave up on this i then i'm the only one in danger and that's not that's not cool you can't be by yourself that's not right. That's not fair to you. Nothing's fair, Zed. It, it is. It's probability and statistics. We... Apex got hurt emotionally and physically by that thing in the basement. Stitches is now... I don't know. She's hurt really bad. Maxi is this. I don't know what the hell is going on with Maxi, but he's hurt and he's in some sort of weird dark place in his head. And I don't know what's going on or what's going to happen. And the only thing I can think of is this might be the best time for us to get pulled out of here and just disperse the targets. I think the only reason we've survived this far is because we've been working together. And I am not going to let you go off into the wind and not know what happened to you and just let you magic away and possibly die. That's that's not going to happen. So I think I think we have to stay together whether or not we finish 
this mission or make it a different mission or figure out a better, smarter way. I don't know yet, but I, I, I don't think we are at a point where we can lose each other. We have to stick together. Even though sticking together means we could lose somebody else, like completely lose somebody else. They both almost died. You look at your face. I got my face fixed. It's fine. See, I can cover it up and you don't see the scar. But then when I need to see the scar, it's right there. If I need to impress somebody. That's the point, Zed. <sighs> Trying to lighten the mood, Tone. <sighs> you did a better job when you were being Julia Child. Everything that's going on is terrifying. And I don't think any of us signed up for this when we took the job. I don't think any of us thought we would be dealing with anything of this nature and having these kind of targets on our backs. But we have all been put into this situation. And I, I don't know how it's going to end. And I, I, I know the math is against us, but I think we have only survived through all of these tragedies because we have been together. And as someone who used to make a living cutting things apart and slashing and burning to find a profit, I, I hope you can believe that I'm, I'm coming at this from a new type of truth. I, I don't want us to run. I don't want us to separate. We... I want us to stick together. And if you want to leave, I can't physically stop you. But I think... I think it would be better if we were all together. Okay. You both hear a knock on the door. Why are they knocking? Because the door's open. Well, okay, then we peek around into the end. Um, yeah, like like Zed was just like leaning against the door jam, kind of, as okay. he opened the door. So, okay. Yeah, he's like right um, there. Well, then, yeah, she just does like a little like getting your attention on the um, 
door frame and she's Hello. got she's got Maxie kind of his arm draped around her and they're she's like helping a him walk. Not like a Not backpack. backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like Yoda and Luke. <laughs> a maxi pack? No. no my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> um like they sell those at Walgreens. <laughs> Oh no, you killed Caleb. I'm here. <laughs> um, and Stitches is like, I'm starved. Anybody else hungry? There's donuts in the kitchen. I think we're allowed to eat after surgery. Yeah. I uploaded all the care manuals to your glow. I can I set alarms for their I set alarms for all their medications. Thank you. That's super duper helpful. Do we have to get the medications or do we have them? I gave them to you when we walked into the building. What? You set them down in the kitchen. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. There's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Um, Are you hungry? Chichon. Nope. Okay. Well... Um, um, I'm going to get these two some food. And, uh... You can remember, no oatmeal in the gravy. Gross. Um, as, as Zed is getting ready to leave, Stitches passes Maxi off on, on Zed, and it's like, okay, you, you, you two go get food. And she stays with Chone for a second. I know you're upset with me about my choice. You can do whatever the hell you want. It's your meat. She pauses at that and thinks about making a joke. Um, I understand that this may feel like it complicates things, but I know we can do this. I know I can do this, Joan. Okay. I know I haven't had much time, much less many opportunities to prove this to you and instill some trust and some faith in me, but I'm, I'm asking for that. Okay. And with that, she kind of gives you a solid look and then turns to go have some breakfast. So, yeah, there's donuts and I will I will make something nice and simple. Um, I'll make some chicken soup. Ooh, no. Ooh. Um I'm gonna, I'm going to make uh I forget what it's called. Um not polenta. There's like an Italian very homey kind of chicken soup kind of thing where you take a very small pasta like a pastina or an orzo 
um, and and you cook it with uh, with chicken stock. It's not a risotto, but it's a pasta. And then you're breaking some eggs into it and some cream and some cheese. It, it's a very hearty kind of porridge, but it's really good. Italian penicillin is what grandma calls it. So I'll make some of that and some donuts and some coffee and and you know go from there as as i'm sitting out there with maxi starting to cook and all that stuff i'm like um how you feeling i've had worse what can um what can i do to help you get better what can i do to help you get through this I'm mobile. I will require food, some yeah. medicine, some stretching and exercise. I will be good within a few days. At least good enough to operate. Well, I think once we get through these next few days and can kind of get out of survival mode and refocus, we definitely have to figure out the the plan um, things are a lot more dangerous than we knew I think things are and... no more dangerous than they were before Aguilar has actually made a move which benefits us by by taking a move on us first Aguilar has shown her intentions okay yeah specifically in regards to Joan Joan is a threat to Aguilar and that means Joan is much more valuable than they realize yeah so we have got to keep them safe and figure out everything else that's going on. <sighs> um, I, I mean, I don't know what to do half the time. I think you've got a lot more tactical experience and smarts when, when it comes to this type of operation and, and thinking shit out. Um, but we, we've got to have a, a good, clean plan. I'll, I'll do whatever we have to do, but if, if I can't think of stuff, I, I'm, I'm gonna, we got to figure it out together. That is how we have always done this. It is how we will continue to move forward. Yeah, I know. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, and we've worked together for a while, so please don't. Please don't be mad at me, but. I need, I need clear thinking 
tactical maxi. I we we gotta stay out of the angry maxi. Understood. I I just we I I don't think we'll all survive if um if we don't do that. You know? I will simply say, Zed, that my reaction in regards to the contractor would have been the same had it been you or Chone that was close to death. That, that's very touching. Maxie, thank you. Is the food ready? Um, yeah, like, give me another, uh, 10, 15 minutes. I got to grate some, I got to grate some parm and Asiago, but I mean, the donuts he bought are good. I got the fruit and cheese out. I got coffee. Maxi grabs a cup of coffee with his left hand and kind of turns. If you could help me to the balcony, please, I could use some sun. Yeah. Yeah. Stitches will absolutely join you on the balcony. And uh, yeah, I think I'll I'll bring out the food and I'll I'll help serve it and make it available. <laughs> like I'm not gonna feed them, but I will make it as easy as as possible for them to consume. Joan, are you? Are you coming out to eat? Uh, nobody sees Chone. The the door, when uh, Stitches walked away, the door actually just closed and closed quietly and no, Chone doesn't come back out. Okay, what is Chone doing? Chone is kind of working through, uh, like running scenarios through the quantum entanglement to see what Give me a determination, please. To put it in the best way I could kind of imagine it, they're doing the Doctor Strange thing, looking at 16 million. Yeah, exactly. And that's the show. Thanks for playing, everybody. Um, Alex, where can they find you on the internet? (laughs) How bad was Uh, that determination check, (laughs) Kaylee? Uh, you're not rolling dots dice, are okay. you? Chone so as... vanishes into the quantum realm. Wait, wait, wait. Ah. Chone, what did you roll? A nat one. Okay. Gotta make uh, me say it out loud. So, this is actually where we're gonna go. Uh, and actually, uh, dot, or stitches, uh, Zed and Maxi, give me perception checks. Perception. There's an expl- a wet explosion. Nope. Nope. You smell burning but I, sometimes, in the air. Sometimes a natural one, and let this be a, a lesson to the viewers, sometimes a natural one is an even better story motivator than a natural 20. All right. I got 16. 18. Unless my unless my robot eye helps, I got a 12. Maxi? 18. Okay, Dot and Maxi, you hear 
stitches male, and maxi or stitches and maxi you i don't know why uh you hear a male voice coming from chone's room did did chone invite someone over would they do that does what does anyone else hear that voice yes uh, I'm gonna go check on that. Yes, Zed, there is a male voice coming from Joan's room, I believe. <laughs> Zed's already like down the hall. <laughs> okay, so as Zed comes bursting the room, you see Joan has passed out, but standing or it appears to be conscious, but standing uh, next to Joan is a male figure. Um. Looks to be in his late 30s, early 40s, olive completed, really dark black hair, dark eyes. And you hear him say, wake up, Neomar. And Chone, you wake up. Abby? How are you, Neomar? You weren't who I was looking for, but uh, how long yeah, has it it's been? For me or for you? For me, it's been a couple weeks. Okay. So, Zed, you see this person say they're, they're dressed in like, actually, currently they're wearing like almost like a brown sandal with like some light gray pants and like a... a like a three-quarter sleeve length shirt that's kind of open down to the mid-chest. Uh hi. Who's who's our new guest, Chone? And Chone, that is when you realize that Zed can see Abby. There's like a double take. And then like a triple take. And then uh Chon looks up at Abby. It's like You've how long's it been for you if you can do that? He gives you kind of a half smile and he goes, I learned a new trick. And that's where we're gonna end tonight's episode. Yay! Thanks for joining us, everybody. By the way, if you want to know who Abby is, go back about four episodes and watch Chone's solo episode. Wow. Right? Which is on YouTube.com slash Identico. Right? Uh, this is not a new character in general. But there we go. Uh, we'll be back in two weeks with more Chaos Incorporated. I hope you all enjoyed it. Again, if you're looking for past episodes, Go see us on youtube.com slash identico. If you're watching this later on identico, give us a thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button. Subscribing is free on YouTube. Um, help us with the algorithm. We must defeat the algorithm. Um, thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, Kaylee, where can folks find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me over at redemptionpodcast.com where we are currently wrapping up the final podcast season of the Redemption Podcast, the oldest still for now running podcast that plays Star Wars actual play. 
online. Uh, we're finishing season eight. You can find myself and Michael there. Spoilers on that one. Sorry, Michael. Uh, and uh, you can find me also on the Twitter at Anime Girl. Ah, and speaking of Michael, Michael, where can folks find you if they want to f- follow your your you've been a busy person lately. I've been watching your Twitter radio shows and, uh, you know, uh, you know, it's it's spring, you know, it's the beginning of the year. Things pop up all the time. Things pop up. Um, yes, they do. Yes, they do. Um, you can find me. You can dang it. You guys, you can find me on the socials at loser mlw you can find me at redemption as kaylee mentioned uh we're getting again close to wrapping up the season it's wonderful please join us uh for the end of an era and possibly the beginning of another one we'll see um you can you hinted this last time when we did closeouts i know i did well that redemption might not be going away gonna keep hinting it i'm just gonna gonna keep hinting it um and you can you can say a little bit more if you want michael that's okay that's okay i'll hold it we'll call the teaser alex yes yes, (laughs) i know um and you can find me on an upcoming uh stream on rook and rasp we are doing a dragon age actual play that will be starting uh the first week of february that is awesome uh dot where can they find you? Hiya, mostly on Twitter's um, dot matrix underscore Owen, as well as uh, Rusting Glitchface and Gaming with Gage and Friends. Um, the episode that posted today slash yesterday, I don't know what day it actually went up, was actually my first episode being the host, so. The Dottasode. The Dottasode. Oh, see, now I gotta go watch that one in particular. Oh. Oh boy. <laughs> I love seeing people do hosting stuff. Caleb, where can they find you, folks? I am on the socials at the Caleb G. You can also hear me over on various RPG Academy uh, projects. Not too much recently, but I have been writing some review articles and doing those podcasts, and we're hoping to get our sample adventure sample adventure stream kicked back off where we play through the sample adventures as written in a variety of tabletop rpgs which might be really informative for a lot of folks out there in the gaming world right now for no apparent reason so we play through the sample adventures as written and then have a little debrief if we think it did a good job explaining the rules and helping people figure out the games so a really great way to Uh, see an introduction to a tabletop RPG that you might not know about. Uh, Frequently, we try our best to get a a creator of the game, if it's more of an indie scene or a uh, a super fan, someone who knows the game inside and out and can really run that uh, perfectly for us. So we do our best to make that a really, really strong show of the game. So that's something out there as well. On a uh, personal project, I do have a charity project out there called Point Five Past on the website, Point Five Past, all spelled out.org on the socials, P, the number five past. Uh, this is a charity project where we have free gaming and entertainment resources and ask that uh, if you can or are interested, you support the charities that with a direct donation to them uh, started that last year had a little bit of a slowdown with the end of the year but coming into the new year we've got a lot of projects lined up and hopefully we can find some momentum between uh, these excellent chaos Inc uh, emotion fests that we go through every other Tuesday well, it's emotion fest slash you know gunfight so we try to avoid those, Alex. <laughs> you get the best of both know, worlds. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Gunfight emotion fest. Gunfight, gunfight emotion, emotion fest. fest. 
Chode gets captured, big battle, emotion fest. Gunfight, emotion fest. See, this really is like getting you a thing. Um, it's, a great, it's a great tennis match. I, I really am enjoying it. Um, and also we have a yarn wall. I'm going to try and get uh, Chone to publish the yarn wall. Kaylee, Kaylee, by the way. Kaylee to publish the yarn wall. Uh, Kaylee to publish the yarn wall. No, I'm, in my brain, Chone is doing it. That's that's Chone's this, yarn wall. This is why Alex can't keep us straight because... It, you have too many names. All of you use too many names. Um, he's not wrong. Uh, <laughs> very true. Uh, don't forget... The core base rules are now free on DriveThruRPG. It's two pages, and we can explain every basic rule you need for Identico. Uh, it's also at playidentico.com. We also have cool Chaos Inc. merch there, so go check that out. Um, again, I'm Alex the Humanoid. You can find me everywhere at Alex the Humanoid. Um, and we'll see you next time. Oh, wait, last thing. Shout out to the Mallow Man for being our great producer tonight. Thank you, Mallow, for being behind the boards. It actually helps me to not have to produce a GM so much. It's it's wonderful. We love you. Uh, we love you, Mallow. So Mallow, my co-creator, uh, go give him some love, too. Uh, and that'll be it for tonight. Thanks, folks. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.